0: I'm Des, and I'm Jay, and welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. Hello, sister.
1: Hello, Degundra. How's it going? It's going well. For those of you who don't know, technically Destiny's middle name is Degundra because that's how it's written on her birth certificate.
0: Yes, I don't <laughs> want to share that information because then people could try to steal my identity. So thank you for that.
1: But how do you spell Degundra? Phonetically? I mean, you could probably oh. guess. Oh. Yes. I highly doubt you going to try to steal your identity.
0: I hope not, but you never know. Yeah, Just I don't. Know. Just
1: don't. <laughs> Just don't. Um, it's going well. It's been a super busy weekend because Michael's brother was in town. Um, so it's been a lot. You know, I am a homebody. So I've expended a lot of social energy. So yeah, but it's been mm. good. That's been good overall. Mm-hmm.
0: I too I- have expended a lot of energy.
1: Yeah, because you've had your, what did you have?
0: Mm-hmm. We had our, a... We had our Greek leader retreat.
1: Ah, uh, yes, that.
0: Which actually was fun, but mm-hmm. there's only so much fun you can have because I'm the one that was in charge of it. So like right. I was dealing with like all the logistics and the tech mm-hmm. and everything. We hadn't been to the space that we were using since 2020. And it's beautiful. It's like in mm-hmm. the woods and there's like floor to ceiling windows on two of the walls. It's beautiful. However, mm-hmm. they changed the tech from the last time that we were in there. So the last time that we were in there, you could just like plug an HDMI cable into the computer and like Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. this time you had to like airplay or cast or whatever. We couldn't control anything with the projector in the space. So we had to call someone every time we had issues. It was just a hot mess, but you know, it's fine. We figured it out and it was okay. I just wasn't prepared for that change.
1: Yeah. I, sorry. That sounds shitty.
0: Okay. It wasn't that bad. I think it was more of like, now that I know that that's how it's set up, I will make sure to be better prepared for that in the future. It's all you can do. It's all you can do. Mm -hmm. Love But otherwise it was great. The weather was really nice. It was like 60 here. So having to walk outside and be in nature wasn't bad.
1: Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. This morning after I went to go, because... I, I think I've mentioned this on here, but I put on my vision board that I want to reclaim. Reclaim. What the fuck does that even mean? I'm sorry. <laughs> Disney said it's not early, but it's early. Okay, <laughs> because of how little sleep I'm running on. Um, I want to reclaim my creativity this year. So mm-hmm. I've just been so in the creative space about the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I went to go pick up that bench this morning. Which I'm excited. I love it. It is literally perfect. It was only $40. Mm. And it only cost me 45 minutes both ways. But that's really like going to the grocery store here. So I was like, whatever. Mm. Um, But I'm gonna sand it down and stain it a darker color just because Mm. we have so much light color wood. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to do that. And then you saw that really pretty lamp that I got yesterday from Home Food. Home Foods, what the Mm -hmm. fuck? Home oh goods, <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: I mean, home Foods could have been a store in Boston. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Bear with me, you all Bear with me <laughs> yeah, from home goods. Um, so gotta figure that out. Um, yeah, it's just all coming together nicely. So I hope to have every the living room together mm-hmm. by the time you all come. Um, and the guest bath is pretty much together. I finally got a picture frame for this print to go over the toilet, but I'm struggling with a a bath mat
0: mm, in the half bath
1: yeah no in the guest bath we don't have any mm-hmm. half baths but no. yeah so I'll have to send you pictures of it later I bought a black one for now and just put it on the floor but I was like Ooh, I don't know if I like that But look at that yeah
0: yeah so, I'll have to see it
1: yeah for sure so doing that that's exciting um
0: yeah that's so crazy that your word or like you were focusing on reclaiming your creativity because my word for 2024 was create. Oh, I love that. Right. But it's wild that we like decided that outside of each other, Uh, um, just whatever more balance, more fun, more care, whatever, just, I want to just, do new things as opposed to just like doing what I do. Cause last year, since we bought the house, we didn't really do a ton of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I want to get back to like, now we know that like, this is how our finances have to go in order to afford this home. And it really wasn't a huge adjustment, but I think I just was more nervous about it than I probably needed to be, but to be safe, cause you know, financial security is important. So yeah, yeah now that we know, what we can afford i'm just trying to figure out like how i can create more like coziness
1: hominess
0: yeah. i know that now you've been here and you all feel like it's adequately homey but i just still don't feel like it's quite there yet
1: i think it's there and i think you truly don't need to add literally anything else i know but We're i don't agree. Like PJ maxx and that's a lot
0: no i'm going for more of like a nancy myers aesthetic as are ariana <laughs> and katie at something about her huh
1: who is Nancy Myers, isn't that the girl in Stranger Things? Isn't that her name? Bye.
0: Nope. No. Oh.
1: Myers. Just
0: <laughs> no. Nancy Myers is. Um, she's a director, producer, writer of films, and mm-hmm. she has done like The Parent Trap. She did um, Home Again. That's like her newest one with Reese Witherspoon. She did The Holiday and Something's Got to Give and um it's complicated i don't know if you've seen any of these films i was say i've seen the, app, the intern that's it okay oh, well I saw, the he... intern. I saw the intern intern okay cool. so you know how in the intern like ann hathaway's home is like immaculate
1: okay i saw the intern like on a plane once
0: okay well never mind yeah. so but the yeah. whole the whole vibe is that like something about her the interiors of Nancy Myers' home are like, just so like, you just felt instantly like cozy. It feels lived in, but not messy. Fluttered. Yeah. It's just like the people in the, in the homes that are staged just have like whatever it is. They do a lot. It's like, and it's complicated. Meryl Streep is like one of the main characters, and she is a chef. So her kitchen is fucking
1: beautiful.
0: She's got and it's like based in Santa Barbara. So you know, she's got like all the windows, she's got rolling landscape, and then inside her home, it's like very earthy and wooden. So there's like lots of like warm woods and stucco. She's got copper, like pans and kettles. And she's got cute little jars for everything as opposed to like, you know, keeping things in the containers that come in. I don't know. I'd have to show you pictures, but essentially it's just for the people who know, they know what I'm talking about.
1: But I just feel like how can Nancy Myers claim that when like, I feel like that's a lot of women.
0: Well, but the thing is, the reason it is she doesn't claim it. It's just oh. like people look at it as a Nancy Myers aesthetic because that is the aesthetic in all of her films. And it's not Got the it. same in every film either. Like it's very like true to what the character is. Cause like in the holiday, for example, you've got Kate Winslet who's like living in this cute little village in England. And so her home is like a cute village in England. You know, she's got like the wood burning fireplaces and all the rooms. It's a smaller home, but it's like cushy, like furniture. She's got cat just randomly roaming around. Blankets on everything, but Cameron Diaz is home in the movie because she's like a huge like film trailer editor, which I didn't even know that was a job. But I was like, that'd be a cool job. But like, she has this beautiful home in like Hollywood, I said, or probably not Hollywood. She probably lives in Beverly Hills, but it's like gated. She's got this immaculate pool. Her home is more like minimalistic, but it's still warm. I would say it's probably like similar to what the Kardashians do in their homes, from what I've seen, but warmer but still a little sterile which is makes sense with her character but she has this huge theater room because she's a big movie buff and she's got like a floor to ceiling like built in with full like DVDs she's got a huge ass sound system and like that's the room where she watches the trailers that she cuts
1: so people who make their homes reflective of who they are and what they do got it hi
0: Kind of, but not really a lot of women do okay cool no I can't explain okay. it to you I'd have to show you
1: okay. I mean I hear you I've seen i I see it but I just feel like okay I get it I just okay cool whatever whatever
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't okay. know like I said for the people who watch the Nancy Myers films, they'll understand what I'm saying or like you remember in the parent trap like how Annie's house is super cute in England but also Hallie's house is super cute in California, but they're hey, both different
1: you're designing your house based on who you are and what you do. I don't feel like that's like someone's aesthetic. That's not a movie director's aesthetic. That's just like people with fucking common sense. Yeah, I want to people who are into decorating and aesthetics. It's like, I want my home to be reflective of who I am. Everyone. Well, I won't say everyone, but for you and I, of course, we want our place to be comfy, but also reflective of who we are as people. So are you saying that? Okay, okay. Maybe I'm, I'm getting there are Mm -hmm. you saying that in your house that you don't feel like there's anything in there that's reflective of you for example you like to read a shit ton of books Mm -hmm. so you ideally should have like a wall of books yes something like that okay yes
0: got it yes got it yeah not
1: just cozy personalizing it yeah you and Dara should get married in a library okay That would be so cute. He
0: doesn't really like books like that. So that wouldn't really be reflective of him. And can't be
1: out on the lake because you don't really like fishing. So damn.
0: I mean, I like being outdoors. Okay, cool. I just don't like to fish. Like if we could see a lake like in the background, but be inside. Yeah. That'd be a vibe. I could do that. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it to you. I'll have to show you some pictures of what I'm talking about. And also I think watching the movies helps too, to get like the, I don't Mm -hmm. know she feels like lived in. That's really the only way I can describe it. But I haven't ever been in a house that feels like the way that her sets feel when I watch the films. Ever,
1: your house could probably be one of her sets.
0: You just don't know it. No, uh, i couldn't be. Okay, does mean. But okay, whatever. We spent a lot of time on that topic. But right. anyways, it yeah. is apropos because as we start out the season, <laughs> that is a topic of conversation. Um so friends as we're getting into Vanderpump Rules season 11 which just premiered this past week I hope you all watched the episode um because this conversation won't make as much sense to you if you did it. um but anyways so what we're going to do this season moving forward is we're going to talk about some of our like bigger thoughts and bigger kind of discussion points of each episode without recapping the episode like beat by beat. And then we're also going to get into some of the other like related content and then other like current content, other stuff that we're watching that doesn't really apply to Vanderpump Rules, but is still within the reality sphere. So with that, I want to kick it over to you, sister, to see what were some of your big thoughts about this episode or even initial thoughts like where's your head at coming into this episode
1: coming in I'm super excited um and then also for those of you who are watching this in real time and I'm like okay for everyone's emotions to still be so heightened during this first episode like it's a lot this was over a year ago like also remember timeline wise they started filming this season maybe two or three months after Skandoval broke so this is very yes for everyone. And I had to remind myself of that also. Cause I'm like, guys, why are we still here? But mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, cause this is not in real time.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, the thing that really clued me into that was when Katie came over to Ariana and Tom's house yes. and was like, Oh, you have so many flowers. And she's like, Oh, well these are birthday flowers. And I was like, Oh, right. so it's June. June. Meaning right. that this shit all went down in March. Right. So yes. look at that people. Yeah, exactly.
1: So some of my I think maybe it might be better for you to start off with some of your big thoughts okay. because mine kind of intertwine I feel like into yours. Okay. I know you're like very methodical about your your format of shit whereas mine is just like, "Oh yeah, that's going to fit in there, that's going to fit in there, blah, blah blah blah." So, okay. You start us off, kick us off. What you got?
0: Okay. So, first of all, I am happy to see Ariana in a healthier place. I think if we remember where she's at at the end of season 10, Obviously, she was like super upset. She was devastated. She was out for blood, which I again totally empathize with. Like I could see it. I feel like Ariana channeled every scorned black woman in particular, every scorned black woman's energy. Because the way that she was coming at people, I've never seen a white woman do, we'll probably never see a white woman do again. I just I don't feel it. She was giving me like lemonade. She was giving me waiting to exhale. She was giving me like why did I get married? Mm. All of those films. That is what I was getting from her behavior. So I'm happy to see that we've moved past that. Uh, And we're in a different place because ultimately, obviously I want her to be happy. I did think that I didn't fully know the timeline of her and her new boyfriend dating. So when they were breaking that down to us, I didn't realize that, you know, So for those of you all who were following Scandable at the time, there was this picture that Ariada posted when she reactivated her Instagram finally after everything broke and she was at this wedding and she was beautiful and she was in this like beautiful bright color of like, I think it was like two-piece dress or something at a friend's wedding. And at that wedding is where she met her new boyfriend, Dan, which was 10 slash 11 days maybe after she found out about the rumors.
1: Correct. And on that note, I or not like,
0: rumors that fair sorry Go ahead.
1: right <laughs> only rumors if we don't know it's true mm-hmm. um on that note i was like okay ariana i love you mm-hmm. however are you like a a serial dater do mm-hmm. you uh, like are you okay being alone mm-hmm. after recapping seasons one and two and you letting me know that the relationship prior to Tom was the relationship with the abusive ex that like really gave her this complex about herself. Mm -hmm. We don't know the timeline between that relationship and Tom, but it's like you go from that, which was an abusive relationship, which takes like therapy and time and a lot of healing to like move Mm -hmm. past into a relationship with Tom. And that's why I feel like later on in Vanderpump, we see that because she didn't take that time from that previous relationship, she started to again, struggle with Mm -hmm. that she was traumatized by from the first relationship. Yeah. And like now here we are again. It's not even, you know, two weeks later, a full two weeks and you've got a new boyfriend. So on that note, I was like, Ooh, mm, do we know how to be without a man? But what? which
0: should be fair. I don't think they started like dating right away. Sure. I don't know what the timeline was. Between... Heard, oh. Huh? Neither deterrent, Tom. Well, that's fair. What <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know what the timeline was between like when she met him and when they became like a thing officially. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. it seems by like this point they are, which again is like months later. But I think, I don't know. And it's interesting because one of the podcasts that I listened to, and we'll talk about this a little bit more later on, they were talking about, well, you know, maybe she was like emotionally really checked out earlier. And that's why she was maybe able to move on so easily. But I think it's more of what Sheena said in terms of like the fact that Ariana hasn't fully processed yet what she has gone through with Tom. Mm-hmm. And so I think she just was like, you know what? I'm just going to make decisions that feel good in my gut. This feels like a good decision. So I'm just going to do it and call it a day. And I think when I look at some other people like who have come out of like very high profile relationships, like I think about Chriselle. She mm-hmm. hopped into another, like, relationship type of thing with that dude from, um, what's that show called that Ariana was just on? Dance of the Stars? That, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She hopped into that relationship with that black guy real quick. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he turned out to be crazy. And then she got out of it. And now she's with G Flip. So, I don't know that Chrishell has also fully processed everything that happened with her and Justin. But maybe yeah. she has. I don't know. I don't know. I think... Because I have been a person and you two have been a person that spent so much of our adult life alone mm-hmm. that like we're just not My gonna position. just hop into something.
1: Wow. That's 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 fast. That's a lot. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I've said this, I don't know if I've said this here, but like if Derek and I were to ever break up for any reason, I don't know when I would date somebody again. If mm-hmm. I would.
1: If exactly. If
0: I, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, ooh, 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 Hercules. Yep, that's it. Ding ding! ding, Winner. Okay, (laughs) I could see them saying it, and I was like, "Ah, it's coming! It's coming!" Um, but yeah, and so I think out of all of the reactions that she's having and the way that she's kind of like navigating post scandal, everything else I get other than like this relationship piece of it.
1: Yeah, but Dan, based on what we see on social media and all that stuff, does seem like a winner. But Tom seemed that way also. So yeah, we don't know Dan's skeletons. So only time will tell. I hope right. I hope that it's. I hope that he's a good guy and that it lasts and works and all that. And Mm -hmm. but we'll see.
0: Very much so. And then the whole scene where like they're showing her and Katie walking into Tom Tom for James's event, and the editors just. If you ever, ever got a job as a Bravo editor, you've reached the top of the top in terms of television editing. Let me fucking tell you. I think movie editors are probably the only people that have more skill. But like the way that they're cutting in the initial opening of Tom Tom, when her and Katie both were with the Toms and they're walking in and they're so excited and they're so happy. And now that's being cut with her and Katie walking in again. Now both no longer with the Toms but still there to like support their friends and hang out and have a good time. I had like literal tears in my eyes. I was like, this is so fucking sad. It's just sad.
1: Is it really that great of editing? It's just, that's what makes Vanderpump so great is because like, I feel like anyone who was an editor for the show, had they been editing the show since season one, would Mm -hmm. have had that idea. It's just because Mm -hmm. the shit is so fucking juicy, you know? And because we know that that was like, it just, it makes sense. You know, it was like some, oh my gosh, million dollar idea. Hmm. It's just like, damn, you know, they just give us so much. And it's like, we're coming, like, I don't know. We're truly seeing this group of people continuously evolve.
0: But I think we're used to that because we watch Bravo. Like other reality shows don't give you that. They don't give you that to that much. And I don't know if that's just like, because okay. the legacy of these shows is so rich in content that yeah. you get that but like i think even about a show like the bachelor where it doesn't necessarily always make sense to like cut back to something that's happened before because it's just yeah. a different cast every time but like they have 20 plus years of content and they very rarely if ever tap into what happened before and they how that, it all relates the challenge to what's happening well, that also makes sense. <laughs> but also
1: the challenge is like on season what? thirty six, seven, eight, or nine. So, yeah,
0: yeah. So I think we're just really used to it, and we take Not for it. granted that, like other people don't do that.
1: That's fair. Big facts mm-hmm. because what reality shows are really outside of Bravo and like MTV's the challenge, what reality TV shows are still like lasting this decades? Yeah, big mm-hmm. facts, big facts props to Bravo,
0: yeah. And so I just. I was, again, I was very like touched by that. But again, also it's just like, I think it pulled me into more of the sadness because I don't think yeah. last season I was in any of the sadness. I was just in the anger part of the grief for We're her. We're grieving,
1: right. We are grieving this season. We're going to experience all stages of grief. Of grief, for Which sure. I'm
0: fine with, I'm cool <laughs> yeah. with.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yes, yeah, so I think that's, that's going to be interesting to watch. And again, even though I'm really annoyed at Lala right now, I am hopeful that we get more of her story because I don't think I truly understand all the ins and outs of everything that she went through with Randall, even though I watched the Randall scandal on Hulu, even though I feel like I've listened to her talk about it on her podcast and yeah. whatever she said about it on Banner Pump Rules, I still don't mm-hmm. feel like I know the full extent of what she has gone through mentally because she was going through all of that. When Scandal broke. And so yeah. that got put to the side. Katie and Tom's divorce got put to the side. So mm-hmm. I do hope that this season we get to get more into those aspects of what was going on mm-hmm. because I wanna know and I wanna see Yeah. What is happening in the aftermath of all of it. And I love that Lala lives with her family. That felt very much like something you would do.
1: Absolutely. I wrote that down. I was like, Lala's mom living with her and helping her take care of Ocean is definitely Mom going to eventually one day live with me, except we're not going to be taking care of children. We're going to be taking care of a house <laughs> of dogs and plants. So agreed. Yeah. And so, are we yeah. going to? Did you make the note to touch on the Law Law situation later?
0: yeah It's right. Okay. It's right after this one little piece about Schwartz. Okay. Wonderful. I don't give a fuck about Schwartz. I just no, don't. I don't. The either. only reason I want to talk about Schwartz is as he is related to Katie and their divorce care Schwartz about how you've been affected by what Tom did because you covered for him. You've always fucking covered for him. And this is the one time it like masterfully blew up in your face. And now you think maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. And no they, fucking right, like done, you said, Tom!
1: Like you said, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. It's not even like, no fuck Tom Sandoval. Like we're not going to be friends ever again. Da, 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 da. And like also after listening to Rachel's podcast, Tom, you knew. From the inception of this shit which mm-hmm. we knew on the reunion because you mm-hmm. didn't understand the ball's timeline right. uh, but you knew and allowed them to hook up at your spot meet up at your spot like and you want us to sit there and fucking feel sorry for you it's not nope, hope. it's not happening nope, nope, you can't nope. lie down with dogs and expect not to wake up with fleas period mm. you've been lying down mm-hmm. with that fucking scumbag for 10 years now so yeah no
0: on no. television years before that
1: and it's not even like it's not even like this is the first time Tom has put you in a compromising situation and like also in this situation he's not only put you in a compromising situation your money your family Mm -hmm. money your ability Mm -hmm. to care of your family that's a get the your marriage right your
0: marriage your is over
1: yeah literally because of Tom Sandoval because you know what Tom Sandoval at the end of the day is miserable and misery mm-hmm. loves company. And you just tag along mm. like a little fucking sidecar. Yeah. I'll be your company to the misery all the time. Gladly mm-hmm. put a fucking smile on your face and a beer in your hand.
0: Mm-hmm. You're an idiot. Right. I just don't okay. care. I don't care. Cause then <laughs> that scene when he was talking to James about like, Man, I almost didn't think I should wear the Schwartz and Sandy's hat. Tom, I hate to break it to you, but people know what the fuck you look like. So even if you weren't wearing the Schwartz and Sandy's hat, people are still going to boo you if they want to boo you. Exactly. My guy. Period. So like you're incognito. And if you were trying to be incognito, wearing a Schwartz and Sandy's hat was not the move.
1: Not the move. Not at all. Nope.
0: I'm just not like, Katie, how did you just live with this for I'm 12 years? But 12 I will say
1: years. him giving James that plant for his house I feel like is the most adult thing he's ever done
0: that was very kind and he also was. the fact that he's now turned into a plant man is really <laughs> really really random but I like it I feel like that's good for him to try to like nurture yeah. something that's nurture not something. human
1: right because he clearly can't nurture himself or any other yeah breathing, breathing being that's pumping blood he so. seems to be okay
0: yeah. with the dogs but that's, that's true it. that's true yeah but yes, my other big thought of this episode was the Lala of it all. So I, I'll let you speak first. Nope. You go I know ahead. We might not I'm agree. Going,
1: go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to defend her when you're done slamming her. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Okay. <clears throat> great. Lala. Okay. So in this episode, Lala decides that she feels badly for Raquel because of how much this has blown up. And. Decides that she wants to reach out to Raquel to try to offer an olive branch. I have so many questions and issues.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One, I don't know if Lala actually feels badly for Raquel and how she treated Raquel, or if she's just projecting her issues onto what she thinks Raquel is going through right now. Mm. Because unlike your situation, Lala, and again, I don't know the ins and outs of your situation where maybe you actually did think that Randall was leaving Amber Childers and that you weren't doing anything wrong. Rachel knew full well Mm -hmm. that Tom and Ariana were still together, Mm -hmm. was actively friends with Ariana Mm -hmm. when she started an affair with Tom. Mm -hmm. And even as we saw on the show, at least once questioned her about whether or not her and Tom, like whether or not she still wanted to be with Tom. And Ariana said, yes. Mm -hmm. So respectfully no ma'am she -hmm. gets no sympathy from me for that like no I don't think all the hate that she gets is like something that's going to sustain itself or continue like on forever nor do I think Raquel's gonna wear this for the rest of her life but it's a bad decision that she has to be accountable for Mm -hmm. just like Tom has to be accountable for just like Randall has to be accountable for and you even though Lala I would say I don't even know that you've gotten as much heat as Raquel got because. Of the facts that we know about the Raquel slash Rachel and Tom situation. And I just wonder if she was trying to reach out to Rachel slash Raquel because of the show. You have always been horrible to her. You have never liked her. And now you, out of everybody in the world, says I should have empathy for her. I just don't see it. I don't see it, not one bit. And then Lisa, like co-signing it. Lala never liked her. So, of course, she doesn't give a fuck about what happened. She was sure, mad on behalf of Ariana and mad on behalf of James. But at the end of the day, it didn't affect Lala at all. Rachel had a friendship with everyone else that was affected, basically, but you. So, of course, you don't give a fuck about, like, you know, forgiving her. She didn't betray you. She didn't. And then when she goes on to later on say, like, well, you know, I just, I don't know if Ariana's likes me or she just tolerates me. Where is that coming from? Ariana has always had your back since you've been on the show, basically from day one, and she's the only girl to do that. But you believe Katie and Sheena actually like you, but not Ariana. I don't understand. And then for her to be like, I go back, I go to bat for everyone else, but no one does that for me. A, you wouldn't let people have enough information about your life to be able to do that for you, and B, no one told you to do that. You, I recall. Asked Ariana if you could go off. And she said, yeah, so you did. That's on you. That is literally
1: on you. Okay. So I hear what you're saying. I do. Um, (laughs) One thing that I've learned about Lala is that in listening to her podcast regularly. Is that even though she talks a big game. She is really soft. Clearly, I, I mean, as you know, and I would like I would say that for myself. Like I'm gonna bark a lot, but sometimes there's like, oh damn, I feel bad for X, Y, and Z. Granted, I don't put myself in these types of situations anymore. But when I was in situations like this, I would have the same reaction. Like, ooh, was that the nicest thing to do in that moment? No. Oh well, it happened, so fuck it. You know. Now I will say that I think, and I think it was on Doty's podcast where she because she's she was saying her and Luke were saying the exact same thing that you're saying. Like, what the fuck, Lala? What the fuck? But Kristen also because they know how how production operates. And after listening to Rachel's podcast and hearing Mm -hmm. more about how production operates, I can 1000 percent. Now, do I think Lala actually felt bad? I do? I do feel like she's projecting a little bit.
0: She's projecting a lot.
1: She doesn't want Rachel to feel because, you know, she said when she saw Rachel in that last five minutes, Mm -hmm. he realized, which I think we all knew. I don't think that we knew that Rachel was being manipulated to the extent that she was. I don't think any of us realized how truly sadistic Tom is because it meant You know, with Ariana, it's different and with Kristen, because both of them, even though Tom was able to manipulate them and get them to spin stories the way he wanted to, Mm -hmm. they also still had a backbone and they also had a brain of their own. Rachel is a very agreeable person. I, after listening to her podcast, especially that episode about why she always smiles when she's talking about uncomfortable situations, and her bringing mm-hmm. in a psychologist to talk about that, and yeah. then her giving us the backstory of her childhood, and then you have to think also she has been, she was abandoned by the one person in her life who was supposed to be there for her, which was her mother, and mm-hmm. you know also because I've been working through my abandonment issues with my homeopath, like it's just all coming together for me, so I get it. So she's looking at Tom at this point like, damn. Tom is the only person I have left. And if I tell this whole truth, I'm going to have literally no one. And that, I think, is what triggered Lala to be like, fuck. Like, yes, Raquel, you're a dumb bitch who, in Lala's words, I'm not saying this, in Lala's words, you're a dumb bitch, you can't form up your thoughts on your own. Which, Rachel I, pretty much is exposing herself in her podcast by saying, yeah, I really can't. You know, it was a lot of production feeding me a lot of the shit that I was saying. In Uh which I think was like, huh, that's eye opening. Um, So when she said that if I betray Tom, then I literally have no one left. I think that's where Lala was like, okay, well, I have been a person who has felt isolated at some point in time. So like. I don't want other people to feel isolated like that because I know what feeling that isolation can lead to. I think that's the human part of La La. Now, the production side, I think because they were going back and forth with Rachel about Mm -hmm. getting come back to the show, it was like, okay, what's a last ditch effort for Mm -hmm. us to get her back. And if it's the one cast member who was coming for her the fucking most throughout her entirety Mm -hmm. on the show is calling to reach out to her, then maybe she'll feel like it's a safe enough place for her to come back.
0: But why would she believe that? Why would I, as (laughs) Rachel, believe that? I know she didn't, thank God, but like, why would they think that she would?
1: I mean, because think about it. She's taken granted Yes, the reunion was shitty, but I feel like Rachel has taken beatings since her existence, like from the beginning of
0: being she on She has, progress. So it's that's like also if because now, people if, if the one like person, Lala we're being assholes to that's her. That's what
1: I'm saying. If the one person who usually is directing that aggression towards you is mm-hmm. telling you like, hey, I'm trying to sympathize, empathize with you, like come back into this situation. Let, let's hear your side of the story because Lala says this on her podcast a lot here lately. Like, Rachel doesn't realize how different it would have been if she had come back. And I don't know that. I don't know that it was just Lala who felt like, who felt this empathy towards her.
0: I Fair, whatever. Sure. However, (laughs) Lala, you look fake as fuck to me
1: no I think yes. what the you thing do. is though just but the thing is this is reality tv and it's like yes we want the people that we love to like stay in this box of like okay Lala is the pit bull so we want her to stay as the pit bull but also we have to realize that at the end of the day these are people like real life people yes it's their job but like they are people who evolve so it's no different in my mind than Stassi deciding to turn around and be friends with Kristen again or Tom turn around and decide to be friends with Jax again. It's the exact same shit. Like No, yes, it's, it's not. Because Raquel time, two and
0: times. Lala were never friends. If they were friends before and she was like, okay, yeah, I want to be your friend again. That would be fine. You never fucking liked her. So why now? Is it because, oh, she went through this crazy situation. Now I can be your friend? That doesn't make any sense. To I me. don't
1: even think it's Lala trying to be her friend. I think she's just because of also the mental health piece of it. And because of everything that Lala has gone through with Randall and ha- struggling with her own mental health, she's like, okay, what you did was extremely fucked up. We're not saying that it wasn't, but also you're still a human at the end of the day. I don't want you to like jump off a cliff. I don't want you to slit your wrist. I don't want you to hang yourself. So like, let's talk through it. You know, and like also Lala has said on her podcast at the reunion, they were all in a very heightened state like this had just so they and, you know, now, too, you know, we're coming off of you've been calling me a mistress for however long, Tom, you've been talking shit about me since I stepped foot or not step foot because he was friends with her at the beginning, but like since season Mm -hmm. five or six of VPR. So it's like y'all want to sit here and talk shit about me knowing good, damn well. So, yeah, I'm about to get my jabs in. But then once the dust settles, it's like, okay, as a rational person with a brain who Mm -hmm. cares about people in general and like the well-being of people, Mm -hmm. I don't want you to do something to harm yourself. I think that's where she's coming from. I mean, and I can totally
0: see that for sure. No, no, I do care because, yes, as a person, I can recognize that. I'm just saying, I don't know why Lala felt like she needed to be the one to insert herself (laughs) in the situation and promote this care because when Rachel's like I would have no one left no one in this group it's not like you don't have any friends it's not like you don't have a family like you have other people you just didn't have anybody left on this show and that's where I think it gets fucked up in people's heads that like this show is not real like you have relationships outside of this so like yeah sure maybe your future on the show is jeopardized this is not your life girl like you can get out of this
1: the way she's talking though, Destiny, I don't know. Like, yes, yeah, she has her family, but like, I don't know. I don't know about friends. She honestly.
0: said multiple times on her podcast that she has other friends that she was talking to during this whole situation. But outside then also, of this there group. were
1: friends who stabbed her in the back after no, all this came out. I don't so it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, she had people who she thought were her friends, but are those still her friends?
0: I can't imagine she has no friends. Like, even if one of my friends did this, I'd be like, man, that's fucked up. But, like, I'm still going to be your friend. Like.
1: I wouldn't. Um, (laughs) What? Yeah, because I can't trust you. You know, you've shown me. But also,
0: at the end of the day, I trust am not going to go out of my way to be an
1: asshole, but, like, no.
0: I trust Derek enough to know, because that would be the only thing I'd be concerned about. I would be friends with you, but it's not going to be the same type of friendship. Sure, maybe not. But, like, Mm -hmm. again, my friends have done fucked up things, and I'm still friends with them. That's just what it is. But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like, because to me, the way Lala is talking about it, it feels like she is wrapping up her so much of herself in what is happening with Rachel. And while they are similar, it
1: mm-hmm. is not
0: the same. And yeah. that's what I think is getting conflated in the situation is that Lala is like, this is what I wish someone would have done for me. Yes. Which I get that. Yeah. However, you didn't do what she did.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's and so I
0: think that in true. my still, the mind, result, I'm the, like... the,
1: the, the feeling though, of the isolation and like the name calling and the mm-hmm. great, like you said, Lala's not taking a beating the way Rachel has, but like all of that, she's like, I didn't even get it as bad as you. And I know how I felt. So mm-hmm. like, I can imagine how you're feeling. But then Kristen made another point on her podcast. She mm-hmm. was like, also, I could see production being like, okay, we need somebody to just try to call her to see if she'll come back. And Lala was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it. I was like, I could also see that being the case, too. Because who but else? We why? Would, you know, Katie wouldn't be the one.
0: Sheena she- potentially would get there. Because Sheena's I always don't. the one that crumbles. After listening to Rachel's podcast,
1: uh, not this last episode, because it just came out. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. But the one prior to that, I was like, ooh, I don't know. Sheena is done with Rachel 1000%. And I was like, after the way Rachel explained it, I was like, yep.
0: He's I like, mean, which I could see that, but also again, for it to be Lala, it just feels so fucking hypocritical. And like Ariana goes on later to say yeah. if she was the one trying to yeah. talk to...
1: Randall's mistress. The, it, it, yes! It like, like, and true. that's
0: that's what I think about yeah. Lala's fate. Like, you didn't have any sympathy for anybody else in the situation that you were in, but now that you're on the other side of it, and you're watching someone else go through it, now you have sympathy? No. Just No. That's not Mm -hmm. how this works, Lala.
1: We reserve the right to evolve. And I I think people who are upset with Lala, it's because we're looking at Lala as a character on a show and not Lala as a human being. And Lala as a human
0: being should understand their actions come with consequences, just like hers did. So do racials.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying, I don't think she's trying to absolve her of the consequences. It's just like, listen, we don't all hate you like we said we did. We don't like you, but we don't want you to hurt yourself.
0: And you could say that without being like, let's have a conversation.
1: Uh, Okay. I hear. I just don't agree to disagree.
0: I know. Cause I just don't, I don't feel like it's right. And I feel like if you are really riding for Ariana and you are so concerned about whether or not Ariana likes you, you're not moving in a way that makes me feel like you value her other than the fact that you told her that you reached out. Mm Mm-hmm i just i don't feel it and then for sheena to be the one that has a backbone in the situation now granted i get it because raquel had a temporary restraining order against her so i get that she's like a little different level of like invested in the situation and
1: that's the only reason why because sheena is about to fucking backtrack with tom sandoval by the time i know. over. so fuck I Sheena. Know.
0: i know but sheena for does. sheena to be in the situation too and be like lala la no
1: but it's only because the court was involved. If the court I'm saying, involved, Sheena probably I would have been the one to make the phone call. But
0: that's not what we're seeing.
1: That's not. You're right. You're right. But, but no,
0: I believe you. I believe Sheena you
1: too. Going, Sheena trying to make things better with Tom, to me, way worse than oh, no, reaching out to check on Raquel's mental well-being.
0: I agree. Yeah. But also, Lala wasn't reaching out to check on her mental well-being. We don't She's trying know to get her the on the show. Are. Well, from the yes. production
1: standpoint, the production, the the job, the the la la that this is my job, yes, the la la that this is me as a human outside of my job, my my job is not my identity, la la, is probably um, truly concerned about her well
0: being, which is fair. I would yeah. be concerned about Rachel's well being as well, but yeah. that doesn't mean I have to be the one to reach out to her.
1: Yeah, I hear you, but
0: but yeah, I don't know. And like I said, and when we looked at the trailer from before and saw that whole part where Lala's like, I've never witnessed someone getting cheated on and they become God. It just makes me feel like she's getting set up to be just jealous and petty-betty yeah. the whole season. Yeah. And I hope okay. that's not what happens. Yeah. But also, I think she's probably mad because her situation didn't get as much attention as Ariana's. Mm. Even though it was way more fucked up. Yeah. Considering there's a kid involved, they are engaged. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We got, so, there. lines I don't know. It's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. But yeah. So those were my big thoughts about the first episode. I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other big thoughts or big conversations about this? Episode? Um,
1: I will say not big thoughts, more of like random thoughts, baby mm-hmm. thoughts. Um, I did though, I think too, where we're, where we start to see a more a more in-depth understanding of how manipulative Tom was, was like when Ariana was saying that she had wanted to start getting close to Katie for mm-hmm. a long time and yeah. Tom, like persuaded her to not. Yeah. Like that is fucking, but because like same thing with Lala and I feel like I understand where Lala is coming from when she was like, well, sometimes I feel like you just tolerate me. Mm-hmm. I think Tom tried to keep, lala from getting close to ariana because she kno- or he knew he knows that like that lala is a bitch with a backbone like stassi like what i was saying when we recorded last week mm-hmm. like whatever it is about those two people they pegged tom for who he is mm-hmm. and once they did it was like no we're not kiki and we're not ha ha and you're a fucking piece of shit and no. you don't deserve any happiness in your life And because I think he's afraid of those types of people and Katie, Katie's the exact same way too. Mm -hmm. I feel like he knew if Ariana were like best friends with Katie and Lala, like she was with Sheena, like Sheena ain't about to be like, don't be, I mean, she might say don't be with Tom, but she's not going to be like, no, Ariana for real. Like, are Mm -hmm. you hearing me? You need Mm -hmm. to fucking get out. You know, Mm -hmm. he didn't want her to be friends with people who would help her to pull back the veil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Which is fair.
1: Yeah, I was like, damn, that's crazy. So, like, mm-hmm. can you imagine for Rachel enduring that type of psychological manipulation and not having a brain of your own? Like, at least Ariana has a brain, right? Yeah. So, that that's, yeah.
0: um, that's just why he's the ultimate villain of the whole situation.
1: He is the ultimate villain, like, of life. Yeah. For it's like, bad. it's scary, like what Lala said at the reunion. He is a dangerous person. Years, mm. You are
0: Randall Emmett, yeah. You just don't have as much money or power, you just,
1: exactly. But if you did, that's terrifying. We really need to be scared, yeah. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Um, some random thoughts for this episode James and Allie's house. Oh my gosh, it, rem- it is so cute! It is so like that King Edward house that Michael mm-hmm. and I had in Reno. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, I love it. It looked so mm-hmm. adorable. Um Tom wanting to buy Ariana out like Tom, come on now.
0: Well, and that's what Katie, when she was like, if you have that much money, you just need to go buy something else. Like a hundred percent. I wouldn't want to stay in that house period if I were them. And that's the thing. Like I understand why Ariana hasn't left because I'm not giving up my rights to the house without getting my Mm -hmm. money out of it. knowing Mm -hmm. especially that he borrowed against the house for the Mm -hmm. business.
1: A hundred percent.
0: I'm not doing that, but I wouldn't want to live there anymore yeah there's no fucking way especially knowing that he fucked Raquel there Mm -hmm. multiple times
1: but who do you think it makes more uncomfortable
0: probably him 100 percent. considering that like you know around is like well you know whatever I do my own thing in here I have my friends here yep Yep. it's Mm -hmm. just yeah I think I would be more uncomfortable if I was him but I think that he probably wants it so he can feel like less uncomfortable because he knows that ariana will not ever be there again but if i Mm -hmm. was ariana i'd be like katie i'd be like let's just sell this shit let's move separately and like and i get that their situation is very different but it's just nuts it's nuts i tell you
1: extremely um i will say i'm super excited for james that he's not drinking again
0: it's Mm -hmm.
1: definitely number one group number one guy in the group vibes yeah i love a sober james yeah because you know, he still is mean, mean. Exactly. Still mean. <laughs> he is golden with he's like a funnier
0: alcohol. mean without right
1: alcohol. now with yeah. alcohol sometimes he takes it too far so he's like, sloppy he doesn't yes he doesn't need it so i'm Mm-mm. excited that he's making that choice for him and ally agree Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. love that and i'll also yeah. say lala's hair it's it's looking like it's on the recovery uh because
0: I don't know what she's ever doing with her hair. Her hair. she's well, she her- dyed
1: it so much that it's so now she's trying to not dye it and not this yeah. like podcast oh. to help grow back from her. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it's just after season six. Is that when she had the brown hair? That
0: that looked the that best on her really though.
1: Best. And she Loved should have
0: never change. Her never. eyes popped yes. so much more. It was beautiful. She looked great. Yep, agreed. And that's so- why I will never dye my hair. Yes, yeah. well, will never unless I get it professionally done all the time.
1: I would have to have like type three C curls to do that. Mm-hmm. At, like, yeah, because I feel like they've said that you have to keep your hair like super moisturized and stuff. And there's, yeah. days, there's times where I'm like, all right, I'm too lazy to like do my hair for yeah. the, or the week after or the week after. So like, we're just going to like not wash it and deep condition it for like another month. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my random thoughts i love the new opening with the queen bees right up front and something about True. her even though it hasn't fucking opened yet i love it i'm excited uh-huh. about it so excited about it i feel like lisa wore the same the same outfit before in one of the opening shots like I the pink top because she was at the very end she was barely <laughs> in this episode okay. but it was like you know the pink top with the black skirt i was like i feel like yeah. she's worn something if not the same Very, very similar. And I'm like, Lisa, that's fucking messy, bro. Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I get that pink is your signature color, but like, let's change it up a little bit.
1: Let's yeah. Let's stop. And then
0: I thought it was funny when they were showing the difference between Ariana and Tom's rooms, that like Ariana's room was so gross. I was like, girl, what are we doing in here? And like I know that you haven't been like fully living there because you've been like in and out with like all the amazing things that are happening in your life, like being on Broadway and doing dancing with the stars and your film and whatever else, but like girl. Get yeah, it
1: together. for real yeah it like I just... don't know if ariana also has an assistant or not but uh-huh. it's uh yeah task your assistant with cleaning up that shit because that's yeah
0: right i also thought it was funny that sheena will just never get tired of having like largely blown up photos of herself in her home did you see that uh-huh. picture it was like of her brock uh-huh. and summer moon like yeah. on the wall it was like basically probably as tall as sheena is just uh-huh. on the wall And it reminded me when she had her first wedding and had her pictures blown up around the house from her wedding photos. Mm -hmm. And then about Sandoval blocking Summer Moon, that shit was so funny.
1: But I mean, I get it because like- No, I do too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just thought it was funny that Sheena was so mad about it.
1: Right. Like Like, Sheena, obviously,
0: she's your daughter and we know-
1: it's Instagram. not her running her Instagram, right? It's you,
0: right? Exactly. When you, go stalk
1: him, you could go stalk him through her, Instagram. exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> um, I was happy that she shared about her OCD diagnosis, you know, especially yeah. someone with OCD. It's nice to see that represented uh-huh. on television and talked about in a very, like, matter of fact way. Um, I enjoyed learning that bit about her, um, and Again, back to the Schwartz piece. I do want to see this whole love triangle that develops between them at some point later in the season. And if that
1: I, is real. I'm going to lose my shit.
0: It looks like it is. I mean, she's actively kissing both of them in scenes that we've seen. So, True. yeah, it feels real-ish at least. And but I hate how he how Schwartz is still trying to get Katie to like do things on behalf of him because like when Ariana is at Tom Tom and he is trying to like talk to her and she's like. Nothing. Mm, he's like, Wait, can you just tell her that, like, you know, I want to be friends with her again, and blah blah blah. And Katie's like, no, do right. it on your own. And I'm like, I just know that Katie just feels so much better not having to defend him mm-hmm. all the time, or like stick up for him, be mad that he's not sticking up for her. I just, I just feel, I just feel so good for her.
1: Yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, okay.
0: those are all of my random thoughts.
1: Okay, wonderful. Let's transition to our next segment where we're going to discuss related podcast updates, mm-hmm. which I think I gave some, but we're going to dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with Lala's podcast this past week because it was like, it was very interesting. She had the executive producer or creator of VPR. His name was Alex Baskin. Baskin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He does on a lot of show. shows. Okay. Yeah. So that was really cool. It was great. I loved that. Um, so one of the big things, really, the only takeaway from this that I wanted to highlight was that they asked him, like, how he felt about Scandival. Mm-hmm. He said, worst thing that ever happened. He absolutely hated it.
0: What? They were
1: like, wait, what? And he was like, because we have ne- we he was like, I've never felt so out of control with like what's happening next the narrative where we're going to go what's going to happen with this cast Mm -hmm. than after this scandal broke and I was like wow that's really interesting because you would think that this would be an executive producer's like wet dream for something to happen but he was like you know this is like what people aren't what people forget with reality tv like this is real life so it's like if tom or if ariana doesn't want to shoot with tom like we can't force that. Like, this is this girl's life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not just us shooting a show for ratings. Like, this happened to her. This is taking a toll on her mentally, physically, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, that's really interesting.
0: Like, (laughs) it is, but at the same time, you do like it because it made you so much money. It brought people back to Vanderpump Rules because the show was fucking dead in the water. So respectfully, you need to be thankful that that she still got a show
1: he addressed that too. He was like season 10 was good. He was like season 10 was he was like now season nine, 1000%. It's terrible. It was hard to watch. It was hard to put together. Like it was, it was bad. He was As like was but, season eight, but he was like season 10 people were into season 10. It was on the up and up. So but
0: also that was because you had these big ass changes. You had two. No, right. Yeah. Three major breakups mm-hmm. between James and Raquel. Katie and Tom and Lala and Randall. Yeah. So yeah, Sandoval fucked it up. But like at the end of the day, you wouldn't have nearly as many eyes on this show had that not happened. You would still have eyes, but it wouldn't be the same. So get over it. Yeah. And like you not being in control of the narrative. I don't need you to be in control. Were you in control of the shit that happened at the beginning of the show? No, probably not as much. And look at how great that was. Yeah. You just need to stop. Stop it.
1: Okay. I don't think he, I don't think he had to be so aggressive about it. I don't think he I do have it to,
0: I do, because I need you, sir, to get off your white men, privileged ass of being like, oh. I'm not in control of these people. I don't need you to be in control of the people. I need to see what's happening. Mm. I need it to be real. Period. I need to be like, not the adulting. Bullshit that y'all are trying to pull not change us. I need you to follow these people that we care about what's happening in their lives. So yeah, if Ariana does want to film Tom, I don't give a fuck.
1: That's right. There's
0: <laughs> so much more show that can happen without okay. those two being together.
1: I forgot our fucking tagline. That's right. This is the fucking black perspective on white reality TV. So Alec Baskins, <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's your bullshit. <laughs> white man, bullshit. Fuck that all right you know who else so, told Alec Baskins to fuck himself was Rachel, honey, because on her podcast, <laughs> she is letting out all the secrets. Okay. Is she? Bitch. All of them. I the need f-
0: to listen to it. I don't have, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to like watch the episode and then take my notes and then yeah. listen to all the other stuff so that that doesn't cloud what I think. Mm, okay. So I just didn't get to do that this week because I was too busy. Definitely. But
1: she said, hmm. Fuck y'all and y'all's NDAs or whatever we were supposed to sign when I was under contract, bitch, because I ain't under contract no more. I am free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. Yeah. She is free. She is running her mouth like a runaway slave, okay? She <laughs> is all out. So, <laughs> first thing, <laughs>
0: she's and fucking Black History Month, so extra fuck is. the white That's Wyatt right, privilege. Rachel.
1: That's right. You better mm. take your stance like the rest of us niggas. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> on a daily basis, bitch. Um <laughs> so she said that she feels like Tom uses Ariana's mental health against her. And really? I was like, yes, because remember Destiny, last week when we were recording, I was like, you know what? He gets women who are broken. Same thing with Kristen. She wasn't all the way there, clearly. Ariana wasn't all the way there, and neither was Raquel. He is a predator.
0: Well, I think Kristen may have been all the way there at the beginning of that relationship. We just never saw he, it.
1: He loosened the screws, maybe.
0: Probably. And I mean, I think too, and like Kristen explains, and like we saw, Mm -hmm. he cheated on her, which he then finally admitted, right? Before the whole kiss thing came out between him and Ariana. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: like she said, he lied to her for months and months and months saying that, not even months, years at that point, saying that nothing had ever happened, nothing had ever happened. And then she finally figured out something did happen, even though it was what it was. And so of course, She's going to be like looking for shit because mm-hmm. she knows it's there. And every yeah. and like she said that one time, every time I look for something, I find something that shouldn't be there. And yeah. so, yeah, he, yeah. he made her crazy.
1: He made her crazy.
0: And then because people still liked him, AKA America, she was like, no, I need to expose this fucker for who he is. And now right. she's finally getting that just way out.
1: True that. And you know, who else probably moved the way that Tom Scandoval moves, Scandoval, Sandoval moves
0: whatever
1: Charles Manson mm-hmm. yeah so that's big facts that's on that mm-hmm. now one place where I was like Rachel granted you know this is her truth so like we have to be cognizant of that yeah the question was about her friendship with Ariana and she mm-hmm. was like truly Ariana like yes Ariana was someone who never talked down to me Ariana was someone who always uplifted me mm-hmm. she was like Ariana and I didn't start to get close until in lockdown during 2020 during COVID and she and like, but she was like even then even then she was like we were getting close but that's because of her proximity to Sheena she was like I was really best friends with Sheena and Ariana would be around and she was like season 11 started to be filmed and we had all these casting calls together okay yes season 10 started to be filmed we had all these casting calls together it looked like we were so much closer than what we really were and I was like okay
0: even so you were close enough to know that the fucking shit was wrong so shut up and that's what she said that's what she
1: said she was like you were
0: less of a friend doesn't mean anything you were friends period right
1: she was like i don't negate that what i did was fucked up and that like i'm actively working to never do something like that to anyone ever again um but that's just the point she was making addressing that question
0: now and just because that was her perspective of the friendship doesn't mean that was ariana's
1: exactly exactly because ariana very clearly thought of you as one of her best friends hello and as a cancer bitch, if someone considers you a best friend, you're a best friend, whether you know it or not.
0: And that just makes me wonder does Raquel know what it means to be in a friendship?
1: That's what I'm saying. The girl is not all the way there at all.
0: So, yes, but no, so I don't easy. even know.
1: I don't even know Tom if it's about her, her not
0: even being all the way there. I just don't know that she's ever had them.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like when I say not all the way there, I don't mean mentally. I just mean like she hasn't had a lot of the life experiences mm-hmm. that a lot of these other cast members have had to see mm-hmm. red flags or to acknowledge, oh, that is a friend. You know what I mean? Like she just yeah. hasn't been exposed to a lot. So I guess that's what I should say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. Very Anywho, now- they asked the question if they thought Lisa and Ken knew about the affair. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they knew she was like, but I definitely think production knew. Um, she- yep hmm she was like because a production's all up in our shit all the time and mm-hmm. then, she, like, then when we were in mexico production caught tom as we've seen people who are like vpr fucking hunters after this scandal broke out mm-hmm. that episode in mexico where tom slapped her ass mm-hmm. and Ari, right behind ariana's back and she pushed his hand away mm-hmm. she was like I think and then I don't know what she was referring to, but she made a point in the podcast to say, too, that she felt like in the per, the preview for season 10, mm-hmm. the affair was alluded to in the preview. And I was like, ooh, but she didn't explain what part of the preview. So now I'm going to have to go back and watch mm-hmm. the trailer for season 10. Um, but, yeah, she said she very much felt like production new and planned to do. Maybe not. Getting exposed the way it did, obviously, because no one could have planned for Ariana to find what she found in Tom's phone. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. So, from there, though, we also talked about, or she also talked about the whole thing between her and Schwartz. And they were like, you know, do you feel like you could have shown Katie more empathy? Like, do you understand where Katie was coming from now? And she was like, totally get it now. Mm -hmm. But what she was saying was, because I knew it wasn't real, Schwartz knew it wasn't real. And Sandoval knew it wasn't real because they all knew what the fuck Sandoval and her were doing. Mm -hmm. That's why she lacked empathy because in her mind, she's like, but it's not real. Like, this is a show. I'm doing this because I have to do it, you know? And so that's why it was hard for her to try to understand Katie's perspective and why she was so hurt by it. What do you think?
0: Because Katie didn't know it wasn't real. What do you (laughs) mean, Raquel? Like, what? Like, I don't i get i get that she is basically having like on podcast therapy sessions right yes, now i understand yes. that but i feel like this is shit you should have worked out before Getting recording podcast. a podcast i don't give a fuck if all the dudes know it's not real if katie thinks this shit's real yeah. then katie thinks it's real hints why katie was mad i don't understand it's like you didn't that. <laughs> consider that in anything that you just said
1: So that right there is a screws loose moment, right? Yes,
0: like Like, girl, there are multiple people involved in the situation, and it's just like all the women, fuck them, right? Fuck all the women, fuck Sheena, fuck Ariana.
1: Yep, that's what Lala's been saying. Yep. What? Yep. (laughs) Just
0: what? What are you talking about, Rachel? I don't give a fuck if it's fake for the show. If not everyone is in on the joke, (laughs) it's not a joke to that person. You dumb dumb. Right. Oh my yeah. God, yep. Okay.
1: So I next know. topic that she hit was that she rem- remains firm that Sheena did assault her.
0: Well, yeah, I've heard her say that multiple times since then. So she was
1: like, you know, I know that my actions have consequences, but I also know other people's actions should have consequences. That's fair. And so what she was sent, why she thinks Sheena is so upset with her mm-hmm. because, and I was like, Ooh, good fucking point because of the allegation of Brock or not the allegation, mm-hmm. us knowing about Brock's past with for domestic sure. violence. And then mm-hmm. it's like for Sheena to also have this potential charge against her. What yeah. is that for Summer Moon? For sure. Like, ah, I never thought about that, though. Makes total sense. Right. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And then she, again, to the Thrupple comment, they asked her, like, were you serious about potentially being a Thrupple?" And she was like, yeah, I was totally serious. Um, But then she was like, but what you guys have to realize, I thought it would be an actual possibility because Tom and Ariana give off this very we're open vibe, which I could totally see that. Destiny, come on.
0: Here's the deal. I don't know what has ever happened on this show that would make someone think that. From Ariana's perspective.
1: cookie in the back of the car while Tom is driving.
0: Okay, sure. One hookup. that does not mean yes we're open to having that's that would even that's not even a fucking threesome that was Tom just not being able to be included in the situation I just like seriously you can't use this one sexual experience of Ariana's to be like yeah sure let's have a like no Raquel no but also
1: she was saying that she felt like tom would put the three of them in situations Mm -hmm. to test ariana's boundary she was like just like for example what you all saw in mexico with the three Mm -hmm. of them swimming around in the pool and then okay we just just fucking watched
0: ariana do a fucking nude photo shoot with all these other fucking servers at the end (laughs) of season two no raquel no just no, you skinny dipping with a bunch of people in Mexico and y'all are wasted that does not mean you can be in a throuple yeah like critical fucking thinking Raquel come on you wanted Tom, to believe it so you believed it that's, that's all it was too. that's probably it's all true. that it was
1: but Tom told her also that he and Ariana check out girls together so well,
0: by. that doesn't mean they're acting on it
1: exactly I know I'm just letting you know what she said just letting you know
0: girl I don't know how anyone could I being a producer talking her through this right I could not I could not I could not do it I could not fucking do it and who knows maybe she knows something that we don't know because she's actually living this life and I'm just watching what I see on TV but nothing that I have seen makes me think Ariana wants to be in a thruple and anything no. past a monogamous relationship. And she barely wanted to fucking do that.
1: Fair. Yeah. Why
0: would you mm-hmm. add another person to the mix? Like, come I agree. on. I agree. Oh
1: I agree. God. Um <laughs> another point she made the
0: podcaster's gonna tell me about it. It's <laughs> okay. I'll just bring to it to you.
1: I'll just bring oh it to my you. My God. God. Um, um because I love fun. it, I eat the shit up. Um, so they asked her, what was the plan if the affair hadn't been exposed? Mm -hmm. this is where she literally has an aha moment as she's explaining what tom told her tom Mm -hmm. was like let me tell you they hated ariana in the beginning which i'm like no one hated ariana no literally Literally, no no one hated ariana but because raquel claims that she was not a fan of this show as lala tries to say that she was she was like i i wouldn't have known that she was like he was like yeah everyone hated her in the beginning and then they ended up loving her when they realized that we were sticking it out and he was like this could be this this is going to be the same thing for us and Rachel, like she literally stops and is like, Isn't that just like that's a pattern? And I was like, But it's also because yeah, you did it like
0: Kristen, you dumbass. Like
1: Right. Yeah. But I'm like, Rachel, had you only thought to yourself in the moment?
0: Mm-hmm. That this is
1: a pattern and that history repeats itself. Like you might have been able to save yourself and a lot of other people a lot of grief.
0: Well, of course she couldn't. You can't see this stuff when you're in it. It makes yeah. sense to me because yeah. I'm obviously like so far removed. And we right. just literally like literally finishing season two right before watching all of this perfect was wild what to mean. me. Yeah. See the patterns between like the season two reunion and the season ten reunion. Like the shit I mean. was Yeah had Ariana or had Kristen been rightfully wronged in the situation, this would have been the exact way that that played out. It was only because Kristen had also cheated on Tom with his best friend that it didn't go down like that.
1: Yep. You're right. You're right. And then she wraps up episode four by saying that when she did that last five minutes of VPR reunion and she Mm was finally honest about the timeline, Tom told her afterwards because she thought Tom, like she was going to lose Tom. He was going to be upset. He was like, you know, it's fine. Like, just don't do that again. When you say you're going to do something, you have to do it because that's what makes you a reliable person. So if you do this again, I can't pursue a relationship with you.
0: He's psychotic. Literally, he's
1: literally psychotic. fucking insane. He's nuts.
0: Just fucking no. nuts. No, man. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's Raquel, what he's like. he just spent seven months lying to you and yet you are letting him tell yep. you being about being a reliable person. Yeah. The fuck? Crazy crazy Ooh, okay, so i'll touch
1: on tra- ap- episode five super quick one of the things is graham that whole thing was a shit show she didn't mean to yeah. get it to like a kill shelter
0: i did listen to and, that
1: okay you did okay got yeah. it and she basically felt like they just went behind i mean honestly it sounds like whoever she gave graham to just mm-hmm. wanted to get some money yeah,
0: and From yeah for sure and then for like sure. that's how it worked
1: out james has mm-hmm. brands, whatever yeah And then the whole thing about Sheena's apartment for free. I don't, did she, did Sheena say she was, she did say she was letting Rachel live rent-free, didn't she?
0: She did. Cause she said, well, she said she was paying for it. So I don't know if that means that like, maybe she didn't charge her the full amount or whatever. I could see, I could see her using, the way she implied it was that Rachel was living there for free.
1: Right, right. And Rachel was like, "Um, no, I was paying rent, but Mm -hmm. it seems like I'm only living rent-free in Sheena's head. I was like, oh. Okay, shots fire, bitch. Throw the <laughs> sling the fire, sling it. Wow. Um, and then lastly, from episode five, I thought it was interesting where she was saying that producers for the Lake Havasu episode, mm-hmm. Charlie got there. Charlie felt super uncomfortable, and like they 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 encouraged Rachel to say what she said at dinner about, mm-hmm. well, if anyone can't trust you around their man, it should be me not trusting you, Lala, because you suck yeah. The games. And yeah. She was like, I would never say that on my own. Or like the next morning when they wanted to mm-hmm. leave, producers were like, you can only leave if you say that you're going to go to boys' night and if you tell Lala that you're just mad because Oliver chose me instead of you. And like, mm-hmm. now that she says that, it makes perfect sense.
0: Oh, for sure. When she
1: made those comments during the episode, there was no confidence in what she was saying whatsoever. So mm-hmm. like, we, I now that she said it, I'm like, duh, that was an original thought because like, that's right. just not even who she is.
0: Right, no, yeah. it isn't.
1: So- yeah that's all I've got for um Rachel's podcast um and then Mm -hmm. lastly before we hit on morally corrupt and two black girls one rose on Dodie's podcast we don't see Schwartz and Sandys um even in like the like the what is that called like the beginning
0: mom like the opening credits or whatever oh
1: thank you that Mm -hmm. or any time throughout this episode so apparently is it Jeff who is their business partner
0: Sure. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. The one I can see him, died. but I don't know his name. And,
1: yeah. Whatever his name is, was like, no, not happening. So I guess he owns enough in the company <gasps> that they, they can't film like, there. Yeah. He's like, wow. don't let the drama.
0: That's yep. But see, this is exactly why they were trying to tell him to not do this yep. this way.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Damn. Yep. But you so, know, honestly, it's probably better for them. It's
1: definitely for the best. One trillion percent. Wow. Yeah
0: that's nuts yep well on the morally corrupt podcast which again you know i love rachel Lindsay, so i will listen to which just rachel about anything that Why that the annoying? bachelorette the black bachelorette the got it mm-hmm. i'm tracking okay yeah she's you know she's the first of three now but oh, okay right yeah but they were talking about this vile files interview so have you heard of the vile files or nick vile or vial or however you say his name no Mm-mm. okay well here's the thing i hate nick Vile. With the fire of a thousand cents. Hate him so me? much. So he was on oh, whose season originally of The Bachelorette? Mm. Was it Andy's? He was on one season of The Bachelorette. Then he, I think it was Andy's. Then he came back for another season of The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And then he was on Bachelor in Paradise. Then he was The Bachelor. And I just have never liked oh. this man. I don't agree oh. with his perspectives generally on like anything. He's mm-hmm. just me not a great person but whatever yeah he is famous and he gets a lot of interviews and sometimes because they're so compelling of guests i have to listen like raven went on there after talking about what happened with her and sk from love is blind uh, right charlie's been on there Charlie. uh from vpr when oh. she was talking Ooh. about why she left the show oh. uh right exactly he's had mary was on there from Selling Sunset when all that okay. shit was going down with like, like Amanda and Rochelle, We didn't know what was happening yet. Like he's gotten a lot of good guests and it just really grinds my gears because I fucking hate it. And Rachel Lindsay was on there too. Got but it. anyways, Rachel was on his season of The Bachelor. So like they're cool. They have a good friendship. Anyways, huh? everybody and two black girls, one rose. They also talk about this too, how the Toms were recently on the vile files and I didn't get to listen mm. to it. One, because the episodes are super long and mm-hmm. you, it's one of those where you have to like search through to figure out like where the people are that you actually want to hear and all the other like random bullshit he talks about. Oh, got it. Which is annoying, but whatever. But the Toms were doing it. And then according to both morally corrupt and two black girls, one rose, Tom Sandoval was like 45 minutes late. Of course. So they just started it with Tom Schwartz. Of course. And then once Tom Sandoval gets there, it's just chaotic. He walks in in his like, you know, vampire court outfit with sunglasses on. They're asking him why he's late. He's trying to like beat around the bush and not giving answers and deflect away from it. And apparently it was just like a very chaotic situation. Mm-hmm. And so again, begrudgingly, I'm going to have to listen to it because I want to know what is being said. But apparently, they both were saying that Tom still is trying to be the victim in the whole thing. Of he course. still blames Raquel slash of Rachel. Course. He still blames Ariana. He thinks he's never done anything wrong. It's just more of the same stuff. And yeah. that's like why <laughs> the thing we posted from our account the other day about how, you know, like Tom Sandoval 10 months later is still talking about Sandoval and yet Ariana hasn't said shit. She's on fucking Broadway right now playing Roxy Hart. And who is the winner in the situation, Tom? Winner. Who? It's just not you. Not you, bitch. But anyway, so I thought that that was really funny. Um, But then to the actual show, um, Rachel was mentioning, Rachel Lindsay was mentioning how Mm -hmm. she's triggered by Brock, actually, because she's like, you know, he is someone who seems to need so much attention from the fans, and it feels very weird. It feels like he's trying to force himself into the cast. And she said when she was at BravoCon that she felt the same way. In what way? Well, basically, he feels like she feels like he's trying to pull a Britney, but it's just not as natural of a fit. Like she thinks I don't think she said it like this, but I think that she would imply that like Brock probably sought Sheena out and tried Mm. to just make it work to be on the show. And mm-hmm. is now trying to like be more relevant on the show so that he can also like have some stability in this. Rate.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as
0: opposed to just being a partner as he should be. Ah. And so she's just like, I just, he just, it makes me feel icky. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, here's the thing. I've never really seen it for Brock, but also no. like, People come in and out of the show so much right. with these other like cast members mm-hmm. that I can't really say anything because he stuck around and they're married now and they have a kid so like right. you know maybe that would me. mean something but <laughs> yeah. I would have never thought the shit I thought about Shay until he did it so true who knows big facts and I mean and look at it like you know Bo stuck around with Stassi Brittany is still with Jax um, I mean, everyone that's come on the show and has dated someone for the most part has worked out. The only people that it hasn't worked out with were Shay and now Randall. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else was a cast member and then started dating whoever. So yeah. just that's it's funny. interesting. She also is talking about how she likes the friendship that seems to be developing between James and Schwartz, yeah. and how she was excited that Schwartz was calling Tom out, but she was also like, just make sure you call Tom out to his face as well period. Don't like pussyfoot around the issue. Mm-hmm. Just like own what you actually think for once and tell him like, what you did is fucked up. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I don't want to be partners with you anymore. Like whatever. Cause I think they'll always still be friends. Right. But, and that's what it is. That's like, yes.
1: was like, should we call it Schwartz and Jamesy's?
0: <laughs> that was so cute. I was it like, was. And yeah. that'd be a cuter name. It would be, I would love that. <laughs> well, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and then they agree with me about Lala. Mm -hmm. that she's just moving weirdly right now and projecting a lot yeah um and she rachel said you know i think so many people or like lala has seen how mad people were at her for how she was the reunion Mm. as this is getting to film and so she's trying to walk it back now Mm. Mm -hmm. which here's the deal even think Lala was out of line at the reunion. He was not. Uh, this had all happened weeks before. They exactly. were all mad on behalf of Ariana. And especially considering Lala and James are friends, I think also she's mad on behalf of James because even though James was not like, you know, directly hurt in the situation, it's still fucked up.
1: Yeah. And then also, they spent all season attacking Lala. So, yeah, bitch, now that you're attacking me over shit that you have no, no leg to stand mm-hmm. on, but mm-hmm. honey, you've given me all the tea. Literally for you. Period. Right. She, right. right.
0: Totally. And that's why I was like, I don't understand why people, because people I've heard people say on other podcasts, like, Oh my gosh, it was so gross how they came at them. They said main things. Even like when Bethany tried to do her bullshit, I was like, here's right. the deal. If I was that mad at somebody and I had to film a show talking about what I'm feeling, i'm not going to be nice about it i will be me and i might even be cruel but then we're going to move on at the end of the day and now look Mm at her she Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like that anymore but Mm -hmm. also like raquel you have to answer for what you did and if Mm -hmm. all you got was a verbal lashing from lala one time during a reunion that you didn't have to come to right respectfully that's light that's it i mean that's easy (laughs) you know what i mean so whatever But that was that for like Corrupt about Vanderpump roles. And then two white girls, one rose. They talked about it a little bit. They don't do as much of a deep dive into it, but they have like an interesting take that they're kind of like over the scandal stuff. Mm -hmm. They want to see something past all of that. And they were wondering if the season's going to be good because they feel like they already have like the storylines plotted out. Like, obviously we know what's going to happen in Ariana's life. Mm. Sheena is going to be trying to get back in Tom's good graces, as we know. Wala mm-hmm. is apparently again like on a redemption tour and is probably going to be the villain. Like they feel like they they see kind of like the writing on the wall in terms of what may happen this season. So they're kind of like, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I have a totally different perspective. I feel like it's going to be great because yeah. Yeah, this is a huge fallout and the fact that we get to watch it essentially having happened in real time. I'm living for it. I'm living Absolutely. for it. It's the real thing we've seen on Bravo in a long ass time
1: absolutely like even though we know all the storylines yeah sure cool whatever but like we still get to see it play out like Mm -hmm. and then all the other little things that were that are not like the big storylines like right katie and tom and this love triangle Mm -hmm. with sheena's sister's friend like what Mm -hmm. tom Mm -hmm. and fucking sheena haven't potentially made out with each other when sheena Mm -hmm. has been single and tom has never been single at the same time Mm -hmm. like
0: what You know,
1: it's still going to be great. It's Vanderpump. Don't do that.
0: I agree. I agree. I agree. But it got me wondering, do you try to predict what's going to happen on a show or do you just like watch it?
1: No, I just watch.
0: I agree. Because I have much brain power to like predict.
1: Like why? Predict for what?
0: I agree. and I think too, I don't get as engaged in the social media of it all as a lot of other people seem to do. Like I don't follow, like I follow Ariana and Katie and co, but I don't like religiously check their social media right I don't look at everything that they're posting I don't look at everything that they're doing you know when they had that whole scene at Palm Tom, Tom where she's like dancing around and like all those people are there filming it like I didn't see that happen on social media before right. the show right. Right. and so I feel like some people are in this place of like I already know too much because of what I've seen and I'm like then just stop looking at it right or for it my social media is primarily home decor hmm and Amazon hacks. And I like it like that. Well, and certain. I get a little tea of things here and there, but you know, yeah. it's not like my bread and butter on social right. media. Right. I actually want to know what's going on in like my friends' lives, not people I don't know's lives. So same. That's for me what I like to focus on. But right. that was all for the podcasts.
1: Nice. Love it. That's great. Um mm-hmm. other content that we're watching currently. Southern hospitality. I'm finally caught okay. up.
0: Oh, okay. Really did you watch like this week's episode? I did. Okay, cool. I did too. I watched it last night. So I am caught up now.
1: Yeah. I would like to say that Maddie, Maddie gives me um, Mary selling sunset vibes. Like that could be her daughter or huh. that she could be Miley Cyrus's sister. Don't you think she looks like both of them? If you take a minute to think about it.
0: Oh, you're talking about physically.
1: Physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant
0: like behavior. I no, was like, what? no, 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 uh, no, 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 no oh yes yeah yeah, yeah. i could see both yeah. of those uh-huh. yes
1: yeah i just thought that was interesting um but yeah mm-hmm. what what were your thoughts about this week's past episode
0: so oh, okay for yeah. Those... Yeah. okay no, go ahead. no go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead i was gonna say for those of you who don't watch southern hospitality again like we said last week it's vanderpump rules light it's based in charleston mm-hmm. um it's a group of people with still some drama but not as much drama or as much like complication in the relationships is on manor pump rolls but it's still good um in terms of the whole situation that came up about Maddie and them being concerned about her because of Trevor I think that Joe Bradley is a fucking snake and he was I guess trying to get back in Maddie's good graces which is why he shared the group message but as Will said He didn't show you everything because he didn't show you the shit that he said about you that was bad. And so that's why I don't believe Joe Bradley. And he couldn't even explain himself adequately enough in that scenario. I felt really bad for Maddie when this all went down the way it went down because I felt like everybody was coming at her. And it was so bad. But I also don't think that, like, everyone was out to get her before that happened. I think it just kind of bubbled up. But she has Mm. a very much like, woe is me. Like, I'm the martyr, I'm the victim, like, whatever.
1: I don't think so. At the end of that episode, we see Trevor who mm. has clearly been in her ear telling her sure, that people fair. are the problem. That's so we're spending so much of your time with the person who you think is your quote unquote person, Matt, yeah. newsflash. I know you're not fucking listening to this, but anybody listening who knows Maddie, Trevor is not your fucking person. Mm-mm. Um, But when you give someone that responsibility, like they hold that space in your life, you're yeah. going to take their word as God and you're going to, he's pulling a fucking Tom Sandoval.
0: Yeah. She's yeah. starting
1: to, she's only seeing what he's telling her to look for period. Mm-hmm
0: hmm You're but right. You're fresh. right. He he's is. Kind of Just ugh. And I'm like, ugh. why do you even like and him? Like he doesn't cute. even look like your vibe at all. Right? Like, she like she should sexy. be with like a James. She should be with somebody who has Absolutely. equal energy to her, someone yes. who can like pump her up, make her feel good about herself in like a healthy way. Not right. like a gross Trevor way. Right. Right. Other right. than that, this whole Bradley wants to pursue Lucia but he's then going to flirt very openly with another girl right in front of Lucia. And then when Lucia confronts him about it, be like, Oh my God, I just want her to be jealous.
1: He's too young.
0: She needs to let it go. She has a child. He's too young for that. Like, mm-mm. No, no, just no. Exactly. And I don't like disliking the black men on these shows. They always fuck up.
1: Yeah. Bradley though is he is black because that's the color of his skin. Bradley is an Uncle Tom. Why do we think Michael is not on this season like that? Like so I, I know think- he said because of like you know he's just not in a good place when he's in that environment and drinking mm-hmm. and everything. But do we think that's real? I do. Okay, I it. truly
0: do. And like maybe he, maybe it's not, but I think that that's what it is. And I think yeah. if that is why it is, I feel thankful that he made such a responsible decision for himself. Yeah,
1: yeah. I will say I cannot believe Leva and them fired Lucia and Mia. I was like, damn, right damn i know this was past episode but i was like fuck like now also leva i know you're not listening but anyone who knows leva that's listening girl leva you think Mm -hmm. that your bartenders your hostesses your waitresses Mm -hmm. are not drinking with the customers Mm -hmm. and like they said in their fucking confessionals you think we're we're making our our goals every night by being sober come Mm -hmm. on now
0: like you can be because look at maddie Look at that. But also, but, like, you need to reality. make sure that you are actually like adequately enforcing that right. across the board. Right. Because it seemed to me like that seemed to be like a newer enforcement situation. Because right. I don't remember last season, like the first oh. season of the show, that that was like a thing that they talked about.
1: Right. That's now
0: it a- makes sense to me, but like. It
1: does. But how often has that language been communicated? Did right. they sign a contract stipulating, I will not drink on the job? Have and other then, people like,
0: been fired for that before?
1: Right. But for you to cut Lucia after she's worked for you for seven years, bitch, mm-hmm. that's fucking heartless. I'm and shocked. she has a kid. And she's a single mom. Yeah, that was But you up.
0: brought Mikkel back after the shit he pulled last season. He's nah, losing bro. you
1: money she's mm-hmm. out. she's trying to hustle to help you get more money by taking mm-hmm. shop customers like yeah come on y'all let's party mm-hmm. what
0: mm-hmm. yeah it was a lot it was a lot and then but I feel like it was
1: more so that white girl manager that she's put in place
0: she's oh, oh the ceo leah yes yeah i agree yeah. she but she probably that's probably why they hired her though is because they knew that they just didn't have it under yeah. control on their own yeah yeah even though i don't know why right but whatever there is something else about this week. Oh, gee, Lily. Grace Lily. I just... What? Listen,
1: I love her this I
0: just this love time. her. Well, I, right
1: was, I was really annoyed with her. I don't know why. But this season, like, she's just, like, so happy. G. Lily. Lady, baby, baby. Baby, baby. It's just so... And did you hear her so. song? Did
0: you hear her song when Maddie played it?
1: Was that her actually singing? Or yes.
0: That was singing? No, that was oh, her.
1: I, that. I believe
0: so. I believe I so. I have to go,
1: like, take an actual listen.
0: Yeah. Has she giving Lala? Up? She always has been fairly thin. I think that they're it just looks, very thin people.
1: They are, but I feel like from season one, since I've watched it all in one, oh, uh, swoop. Like she looks yeah. thinner, drastically thinner. Yeah, yeah, maybe in a healthy way. Yeah, maybe but she was starting to get into her fitness and shit in season one. So like, yeah, yeah,
0: and you know she's what turning twenty-five.
1: Yeah, so maybe she's getting so. older, thinning out, whatever. Yeah.
0: What do you think about Will and Emmy? Do you think he cheated on her?
1: Listen. I literally, <laughs> my next note was Will and Emmy. <laughs> I one thousand percent think he cheated. So do I. Also, I think that these two, and this is like I don't say this to be funny, mm-hmm. so don't laugh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Emmy and Will give me Maggie and Alec, Alec Murdoch vibes.
0: Do they really? No, for real. <gasps>
1: it's like this is what have that mental note in your head when you watch the episode next week. Wow. No, I mean, I, mean, like, I already got,
0: got the parallels between Will's family's okay. in-law. Yeah. His mom runs the thing and his dad's the lawyer or whatever. Like, I can like, see the parallels. he's just like, oh,
1: whatever. You do whatever as long as you're going to take care of me. Like, that's why I feel like she's ignoring the cheating or the mm-hmm. potential of cheating because she's like, it doesn't matter. I'm chasing the life that I want. I'm not chasing
0: Will. But also, though, Will does not seem to be committed to her in that way based on the shit that what he I'm said. Saying. And so I'm like,
1: oh, no. Yeah, it's Leave getting hurt it, yeah. Wow. And they're also in South Carolina because aren't the Murdochs in South Carolina too?
0: Yeah, they are. Yeah.
1: Mm, that's what it is. But also switching topics from that, what is Emmy's fucking beef with Maddie? Like, I mean, I guess we got it in this yeah. episode, but it seems like Emmy is really coming for mm-hmm. Maddie in these first however many episodes it's been in season two. And I'm like, what's the deal?
0: I don't know. Because in season I think... one, they were tight. Right. And I think because I guess based on this whole group tech situation, after like Emmy came to her about being concerned about her weight and Trevor, and mm-hmm. then she shared it with everybody, I think Joe Bradley must have shared that earlier in the situation. Yeah. And then Maddie was just like, oh no, mm-hmm. fuck that shit. I'm just going to pull away. And I think as she's been doing that and she's been more invested in Trevor, mm-hmm. I think Emmy's just been like, well, fuck her and fuck. And she probably just did some stuff that she regrets now and maddie's like no i don't trust you so we're not gonna be friends again which is fair
1: yeah back to the cheating of it all though i wrote down "Amy, you got beef with o'sheen like he's the issue Mm -hmm. but lvp would say sounds like will got on good authority got caught with his trousers down Mm -hmm. like it is what it is this it is what it is but
0: oshin also like what did he did he spank her on the ass or something like that yeah. now yeah. that that yeah. was fucked up and he should yeah. not just know yeah. but then oshin coming at lucia and me the fuck yeah, but he was extremely drunk
1: and i was i was so glad that the next morning before they even got their Same. day started he got up like a, a man yes just a human being to be like yeah wow, really fucked up i'm sorry right
0: right yeah. and i know he was extremely drunk but like yeah. Even, I, I don't know if it's just because I'm not this way when I'm drunk, but when I'm drunk, I'm just generally, like, a happier person.
1: Some people, you know? when they drink, they're fighting demons. Like, they're, they're, they're working hard all day to keep the demons buried, so then when they drink, it just comes
0: out. I guess. That's scary. Yeah, it is. Because I'm like, if you're going to say that shit to them in front of all these people, I can't imagine what she would do not in front of people. Yeah. You know? It's just not not. I you know, don't like it. Yeah. But anyways... It's good though. I'm glad yeah. you like it. I knew yeah, you would.
1: I do. I do. Um and then I also started Traders, but I'm only on season Okay. One. And I'm just You started on season 1?
0: To...
1: Yeah. Oh no. Because my why? No,
0: I haven't even watched season 1. Oh why? I just started at season 2 because all the Bravo people that I liked are on it. So, so I just got started a lot of there. big
1: brother people on season one. Well, and there's I big brother love, people
0: on season two. I though, know, too. but I
1: love mama C and Suri is on season I one. That is. I know. Okay. You know. Well, my traders cool. aren't
0: going to make sense. I didn't even realize that you, I didn't even realize that I know, you were season why, one.
1: That's why I wrote season one.
0: I wasn't paying attention. I just saw traders.
1: <laughs> but I, I was just thought... saying, I really like it so far. I'm I'm glad that I got into it. I love it. Suri is the villain. I'm always rooting for Sari in life personally professionally spiritually emotionally i hope she makes Mm -hmm. it
0: okay well after this current season goes off i will go back and watch season one but right now i'm just so invested in season two because it's just so fucking good it's so good i just i can't tell you because i want you to be surprised yeah i'm gonna power through season
1: one in the next couple days and i'll get to season
0: two it's just so it's so wonderful yeah like The way people, all I will say is the people that think that they read people, it's clear that they don't. Mm, Okay. Yeah. But that is it in terms of my current content outside of like Vanderpump Rules things that I'm like super duper interested in right now. That's like reality TV. Otherwise, I'm really excited for Love is Blind to come back next week. They're in Charlotte this time. I'm so pumped for that and what else you i know it's not reality tv but no i'm also excited for you yeah i finished season three yesterday so which was one of my favorite seasons i really liked the suburbia season of you i I thought it was so good i did one because i just feel like all the drama was so much more believable than Mm. the other seasons to me like the first season i mean no don't get me wrong the first season is untouchable it was amazing. Yeah. And the second season was great. But I think the third season, like the fact that like him and love are both murderers. Mm-hmm. And like, they both are trying to deal with that about the other one. And they're both cheating on each other. They just yeah. don't trust each other. The Sherry Conrad of it all kind of being a villain, but not being a villain. But being like a main black character. I love that. Mm-hmm. Just, Yeah.
1: I think they go in order literally from best seasons to worst. One, Do two, you? Three, four.
0: Yeah. I love season four, but I also love a mystery. So when I mm-hmm. realized that flip in the middle that he was really the bad guy, I was like, oh. I loved it. <laughs> I just loved it. So yeah, I'm really interested to see how they're going to wrap it up. Because I'm like, is Paco going to come back? Is Ellie going to be there? Right. Yeah. You know, like, who else? is, candace, candace, is, is candace, dead? Candace, oh, candace is candace dead, is dead. okay pillow. yeah yeah i forgot okay so yeah. you know just loves mm-hmm. mom come back into the picture i don't fucking know right yeah questions any mm, i can't wait but yeah I don't th- other than that all the housewives right now i'm kind of just like meh like they're there i'm watching them but nothing's like particularly grabbing my attention miami's good but you know i was watching i
1: was starting Jersey, and I'm just stuck on season three. I'm just like, eh. I yeah, know. I'll get it's back to it eventually.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay, well, is there any other shows you want to talk about? I don't think so. No. Okay, well, mm-hmm. we've been talking for a while, so that makes sense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Savage AF moment from Vanderpump Rules season 11 episode one. Ariana texting Schwartz. <laughs> about riding on sandoval's dirty dick and then just ignoring him at his own bar i loved that
1: that was truly great truly great my savage af um moment for this episode is ariana still living in this house with tom that's fucking badass Mm -hmm. i could not i have the strength of a cancer but probably not to that extent yeah props to you girl props Mm -hmm. to you
0: that would be tough i couldn't do it i mean i think i would like to think that i could and be that spiteful but Right. It would probably eat away at me on the inside. One thousand percent. And then white privilege moment. I already talked about this, but not in, in much as much depth as I'm getting ready to, but I think Schwartz thinking that we still give a shit about how much he suffered for covering up his friend's mistakes, including a business that isn't even his primary source of income. Because at the end of the day, I don't know if they're actually even starting to make money from Schwartz and Sandy's yet, but that is not where your income is coming from. Your income is right. coming from this show that you are on that the you helping to cover up your friend's mistake, you inadvertently made it much bigger than what it was before. So respectfully, get the fuck over it. Period. You're fine. Your money's fine. Yeah. So what if your little business gets bad ratings? People are still coming. It still exists. You don't clearly have a majority ownership in it. So you're going to be okay
1: yeah i will echo that white privilege moment um i'm sure i will have something separate once um tom sandoval enters the chat next week Mm. um but yeah tom schwartz you you sucked it all up you sucked up all the white privilege um in this episode so
0: exactly and i love that we didn't see tom sandoval until the last second he just Uh said one word and i was like that's great i didn't need any more than that not Mm -hmm. at all at all (laughs) yeah Well, that is it for this week, friends. We will be back next week with our thoughts about season 11, episode two, and everything else in the reality verse that we are into right now. Until then, you can find us at Savage Reality Podcast on Instagram. DM us if you have questions or email us at realityforsavages at com. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help the people find us. Stay tuned, and we will see you next week. Bye, sister. Peace.